This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 da. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 da. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Keeping Your Independence. That's right. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. Facebook is officially a dating platform now. And how much money the average American spends on dating. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who's worried she's made her boyfriend her entire world, and another who has been dating a guy for a year who won't call her his girlfriend. But first, Angela, just you and I this week, what is going on in your week? Hi. Um, Well, as you know very well, Laura, we get a lot of sex toys as the hosts of a dating podcast. We get a lot sent to us. I know. Why don't we get like that many other freebies? I know. I mean, like, not that I'm complaining. It's just one woman can only use so many sex toys. For sure. And now I have a box in my closet that is overflowing. Oh, my my God. Um, And then we had a guy from the container store come over the other day to, like, measure our closets to put in shelves. And What did you do? I had to run home because, literally, I forgot about the box. Oh, my God. He's going to think you, like... And he was, like, due to get there as soon as I got home from work. And I was, like, running from the subway, like, must hide the vibrators. Oh, my God. Uh, But I got there in time. Oh, thank God. Thank God. But I have to say... What did you say? Did you say, like, oh, just one second? I just, like, kicked them under the bed. And Smart. we were good. Good um, thing he wasn't like, I need to measure on the bed. There right. could be some, we could you also put some storage under there. At that point, I would have just been like, listen, I host a podcast about dating. <laughs> Do you want one? <laughs> Do you want one? <laughs> um, Inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I might have like had some HR violation there. But um, he, so Satisfier, which as our listeners know, we're big fans of. Yeah, they're not a podcast sponsor. We get no not. money from them. But they have sent us some vibrators and we we love the, the Satisfier Pro. Yeah, so that's, I guess the Pro is the the penguin one that I have because that's so incredible. It's well, it's like, the one that's that like it's like sucks. On yes, the, but then they sent me another on one your that button on your button. But they sent another one that looks like that that does the same thing. It's like it sucks on your button, but it's very fancy. It's like leather bound. It's called like the Predaporter. Oh one. my god! Um, and like it, it, like it looks much sexier because like my other satisfier has a bow tie. Like it looks like a little penguin. Like this actually like looks kind of sexy. So I thought it did the same thing. And Ian's away this weekend, so I was like, I'm gonna charge my predator and you. use it. And it was like not as good. And I was really disappointed. And I couldn't find my penguin, so I had like a bad morning. Um, but then, because <laughs> oh like I waited for it to charge, it was just disappointing. But then I turned it off and. I, it won't stop buzzing. It's off, but it won't stop buzzing. And I didn't, I, I mean, I'm talking about it on the podcast, but I wasn't going to tell Ian that I was like using a vibrator while he was away. Not that it's like a big deal, but I don't know. It's like embarrassing. Right. But now I'm going to have to like, I hope that when I get home, it if you're finally not- turned off because I'm going to have to put it under the bed and it's just going to be like, bzzz. why don't you just throw it away if you don't like it as much as the penguin? Because well, you that's don't like a lot of waste. I don't know. You never know if the penguin's not charged and I'm desperate, but <laughs> <laughs> can't be without one. God, God forbid. I, I love you. Uh, but yeah, it just like, it it's off, but it ha- it's making this like low whirring noise. Oh my that God. That will not stop. <laughs> so, so much for me trying to be like, 
discreet. down low. Yeah, no discreet vibrator use. I'm going to have to explain it. Or I will depend on Ian's deafness to never notice it. Oh, yeah, there like, you go. Maybe oh, there's something so wrong lucky. with your hearing aid. I don't know. <laughs> you're hearing some some weird noises. You yeah. go to the doctor. Uh, <laughs> just mess yeah. with him. Just uh, yeah. know, gaslight him. I'm just going to gaslight him about the vibrator. That seems like the best course of action. For sure. Um, how's your week? It's good. So I got my appendix out on Monday. Um, and, you know, this recent hospital stay and surgery, it really like opened my eyes up to like look at Nick in a new way. Oh. So Nick is not like when it comes to like medical stuff, he's very trusting of like everything doctors tell you. But after everything I've been through of like almost dying, I am a little skeptical and have yes. just learned to be my own advocate. But we've talked about this. Nick and I are similar. Yeah. Where well, you're just like, oh, whatever yeah. you say, I'm just going to be nice and submissive and like. Right. And just like hope that you know what's best. And do whatever you want to me. Whereas mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I almost died because they told me I didn't have appendicitis when I did. And then it ruptured and burst and spread infection throughout my body. And then, Ugh. and then, um. And then I was hospitalized for quite a bit and then had IV antibiotics and it was quite scary for a hot minute. But I'm alive. And uh, finally, the infection was cleared. And so I got the okay that it was safe enough in my body to do surgery. So I go to the hospital and like, and it's my birthday, by the way. Uh, I That was the only day that they could do surgery. Uh, and Happy birthday. The very first thing, thank you. The very first thing they do is they say like, put on this gown, right? So I put on the gown and like you had to put two gowns one in the back, one in the front. And I put it on. I look down. There's blood all over the gown. And I was like. Like not yours, obviously. N- not mine. I had oh, not I had not yet had surgery. God, and I was like, is... what? The... And I was like, just nope. Nope. It's a big nope. Fuck no. This is not how I'm starting my surgery day. Oh, like, God. like, so I like take it off and I'm like pissed. And I walk out and I'm like. There's blood all over my gown. This is not sanitary. This is not okay. This is where I'm supposed to do surgery and there's blood all over the gowns I'm being handed. You know, I'm like pretty... Did they take it seriously? Because that's really gross and bad. Right? And I mean, not really. They were just like, oh, whoops. Let me get you a new one. And I was like, this is not okay. Like, I want want answers. Like, I want to know, like, why did this happen? Why was I accidentally handed a bloody gown? So they grab it out of the garbage. Yeah. And then they, like, they came and brought me over and, like, showed me where they were, like, getting the getting the gown from that we're supposed to be clean and anyways and but the whole time i'm doing this nick is like laura stop laura's just like you know like his whole thing is like be nice because then they'll be nice to you and treat you better give you better yeah i was like yeah i said hi to everyone i got here and they handed me a bloody gown you know (laughs) and so i was feeling like he wasn't so i said to him i was like do you i was starting off kind of rocky with us and i was like do you want to leave and he was like i'm not leaving and i was like look i'm sick and i'm about to have surgery i need somebody here to be my advocate and if that's not going to be you, then like, I don't need you, you're, you to stay in the room. And he was like, well, I'm not leaving, you know, cause he good, wants to be there for me. Nick. No, he's such a good guy. But I was just upset. I was like, I need someone to be my advocate. Maybe I overreacted a little bit, but still like, I'm a, I'm like about to be put to sleep and just trust that everything's going to go well. And it started with a bloody gown. So I had surgery and like my surgeon is amazing. She's one, she saved my life and she's one of like the best in New York, one of the top surgeons. And like, she's not the one that handed me the bloody gown. I don't even know who did, but, um, but like her, I have total faith in. And like, she did an amazing job at surgery. And, um, but I come out of surgery and like, you have to pee before you leave. And so they're like, just to like make sure everything's working. 
So I go to pee and like apparently you're not supposed to like bear down it's called and like but I the pee wasn't coming out because my bladder like wasn't really and I was pushing too hard and I pushed and my (gasps) like I'm sorry this is about to get kind of gory if you guys want (laughs) to skip forward a bit this is a trigger not really a trigger warning maybe trigger warning uh just a gore gore warning TMI warning uh so my incision like kind of opened not kind of it opened one of them Oh, and my God. blood, like I look down, there's blood everywhere. And I pull the cord in the bathroom, the helpline in the bathroom, and the nurse comes in. She's like, oh, my God, it's okay. It's okay. Come down. Like, this happens. She went and got me some pads. She had thought that, like, my period had gone everywhere, even though oh, there's no. blood, like, every. And I was like, oh, no, this is not, like, an explosive period. My incision's bleeding. She's like, oh, my God. Okay. Let me go get the doctor. <laughs> and then they had to, <laughs> like. it's a good sign when the nurse is a little panicked. Yeah. And she's like, oh, let me go get the doctor. And they, like like had to like try to stop the blood but like they were like pushing down and they're like it's still kind of coming out and at that point i was, was like, this all going down in the bathroom no but okay. at this point they had like brought me over to like lay down and so from there like shit just kind of like i didn't uh, the recovery for me needless to say was just like a little more intense and it's i intense. i kind of like you know i'm not good with blood or needles or any of the stuff no. i had to go through so i kind of like i was also in pain because i just had surgery so then i start like shaking my jaws shaking uncontrollably i'm like I, of, I feel like fainting just hearing this yeah, story. Like, I don't like I think blood. I'm like kind of going into shock. I'm just like not really talking. I'm like looking to the side. And from there, Nick became a different person oh. and was like my biggest advocate. I had to stay overnight, which was not the plan uh, because I was just in so much pain and like had that scare and was like, I'm, I can't leave like this. Like yeah. I can't even, I can't pee. I can't. And he became my biggest advocate, was by my bedside, was asking questions like, what are you giving her? Right, Like taking notes of like when the pain, when they were giving me pain medication, like helping me walk around. And like, I don't know, it was just, uh, it just went to show me that like when I actually, when I'm like fully mentally and physically there, which I was before the surgery, like he kind of depends on me and like knows that like I'm a fighter and you know? Right. And he, he's like, if anything, he's trying to calm me down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Not holding me back as an advocate, but like kind of. Not even, I don't think holding you back. I think it's actually probably like a good um, yin and yang sort of thing. Like balancing you out. But when I'm like super weak and unfunctioning and at that point I was just like so out of it and they were like pumping me full of pain medication after that and like I was just like so out of it. Uh, Like he just stepped up to the plate and was my biggest advocate and like had my back and like did everything and and. And it was just really cool to see that side of him and know that I I can depend on him. He just knows that I'm like a strong woman yeah. and that he doesn't need to be my voice. I have my own voice. And but it was probably kind of nice for Nick too. He might not have even realized that he had it in him to to uh, step up to the plate in that way. I think because I, think I say right. that identifying with Nick. So like it probably felt good for him too to like have a chance to take care of you while you were incapacitated. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I love that. All right, on that note, it is time to take a quick sponsor break, and then we're going to jump into what's in the news. We would like to thank our sponsor, Your Super. We all know how important it is to eat healthy, but the reality is 9 out of 10 people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables. And when you don't get the proper nutrition, you increase your risk for chronic disease such as type 2 diabetes, heart disease, even cancer, just a bunch of scary, scary stuff. I love Your Super because I love putting like fancy healthy stuff on my food I love just like I'll get like avocado toast which is like healthy on its own and then I just like to add healthy stuff on top like I'll, I'll be like hemp seeds this and that 
Your super is like what I used to do times a thousand because they have these mixes that have just like a ton of healthy things I can't even pronounce <laughs> that I that I know if I like when I look them up I'm like oh yeah that's good for me that's good for me but I can never find them in the grocery store and then I'll just add them to my avocado toast sprinkle them on my soup add them to my smoothie that's yeah, what I love you can just put them in whatever and they have like so look, we're approaching cold season so they have this super green mix that's which- the one that I love that's the one I like put on my avocado toast i couldn't remember what it's called but it's called super green super green which is not even hard to remember i don't know why i couldn't remember it off the top of my head but i put that in everything yes and that's built to like keep your immune system strong so it's just a simple little thing that you can do to like build up your your strength as we approach cold season absolutely Get the cleanest superfood and plant protein mixes at YourSuper.com. That's Y-O-U-R, Super.com. Get 15% off your order when you use code SINGLE at checkout. Just go to YourSuper.com and don't forget to get 15% off with promo code SINGLE at checkout. All right, Angela, what have you been reading in the news? Okay, I'm reading Cosmo. You're reading what? Cosmo. Sexy. Um, and a lot of our listeners actually reached out to be like, are you guys going to talk about Facebook dating? It's here. It's happening. Oh, yeah. One of our listeners actually like sent us this article. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't think we wrote down whose name we sent it. So we're she, sorry. Well, she didn't send the actual article, but she, oh, she said, just messaged just and was talk like, about Facebook dating. Oh, I know. right, 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 right. Uh, Thank you for reminding us to talk about it because you know we were, girl. Yes. Yeah, so Cosmo, of course, was on it. Taylor Andrews wrote, guys, Facebook dating is here and it's actually super legit, which I don't know if it's super legit, but no. uh, we'll give you the factoids. I remember we had talked a while back on the podcast uh, when it was initially announced, but now it's here. It's happening. Um, so the deal is any Facebook user who is 18 years of age or older can create a dating profile separate from their main Facebook account for free. So just having a Facebook doesn't mean you are on Facebook dating. Like you have to opt into it. There's like a tab that's next to where you have like the events, groups, marketplace, and then it says Facebook dating and you opt in and then you are visible to potential matches who have also opted in. The algorithm suggests people based on your interest, location, and mutual friends. Um, what I didn't realize though is you are not matching with people that you are Facebook friends with. So you don't have to worry about like matching with your cousin or your brother. Oh, thank goodness. Um, like I, I don't want to match with anybody I'm already friends with because if I wanted to match with them, I would just send them a message. I'm already well, friends with them. Well, so they have like I, – I like – for me, I'm kind of like, well, what if there's somebody I'm friends with but like I don't – I'm like too shy to like tell them I like them but I want to I don't know out. if this is the way. But they have a built-in thing for that. So basically the people that you're swiping with – actually, no, it's not swiping. You don't swipe. It's not like Tinder. It's um, you – Whatever. People you match with. Yeah, people you match with. But you, you either comment when you like someone, you comment directly on their profile or you can hit like a like button or an X button. So it's kind of like swiping, whatever. Uh, but so you are matching with friends of friends, not actual friends. But if you like a person that you're friends with, you add them to something called your secret crush list. And then if they also add you to their secret crush list, then you match. Okay. So like there is a, a, a thing if you want to match with your friends. Um, other features that they have is you can link up your Instagram to your profile because, you know, it's all owned by the same right person. Um, you can browse to see who's attending the same local events you are, which 
would have been, I think, really useful maybe like 15 years ago, but I feel like nobody really uses Facebook events anymore. No, I never use it. I used to use it religiously. Like, right. I remember when we were having our book party. Yes. It was like we did paperless posts and like Facebook events. Yeah. And for our show and for like all oh, my birthday parties. Oh my like, God. I always use Every Facebook. Every single show we put on like Facebook events. And that was how we got, we sold out shows, mofo. Right. And people could have like been like, oh, like let's see the single people going to this is why you're single. So it isn't a bad idea. It's just that nobody really, I think, uses Talk to me when Instagram anymore. is doing this. Like, I, well, just, Instagram, I just don't go on Facebook ever. Like, I still, ha- I still have a Facebook. If you ever see me post on Facebook, it's only because I'm, like, posting through my Instagram. Like, I right. never check Facebook. So that's the weird thing is, like, you can link your Instagram to your profile so that, like, people can see all your Instagram photos. But it's still – you're still going in through Facebook. Yeah. Um. But you're right. They should have. They're all owned by the same company. They should have just like done something on Instagram. Yeah, because that's where the young people at. Yeah, maybe maybe this will work out for like the older. Maybe folks and maybe this is like how they're trying to get young people back. But like, I guess I, don't know. I just feel like Facebook has such a bad rap now. Like, and I get depressed every time I go on my Facebook because so it's like it's, it's like too the much bottom shit. of the barrel people that I'm like I don't even remember being friends with you in the first place. Posting crazy Trump shit. shit. Yeah, Trump shit. I can't bad deal. memes. I just like I use it for Messenger and that's it. I try not to look at my news nothing feeds, good happens so. on Facebook. Yeah, I can't imagine wanting to date somebody who was like a friend of a friend that still has that's a like Facebook. all about their Facebook. I'd be like, yeah, yeah but no. but good luck to Facebook. Dating. Good luck if you try it. Yeah, let us know if you try it. Don't actually. yeah, I, I would I love hate, to know. I don't hate if you try it. Like I would be curious to know. Yeah. Uh, what are you reading about? I was reading the New York Post. This is an article by Zoya Gervis. How much money the average American spends on dating. So the average American spends $121,082.40 on dating in their lifetime, according to new research. That is crazy money. That's like sending your kid to college money. Uh, the poll of 2,000 Americans found that on average, dating will cost $168.17 a month, but that number actually increases for married folks who spend an average of $185.65 to keep that spark alive. But, you know, I would argue that by the time maybe you're married, like, hopefully you've gotten, like, maybe promoted at your job and you're further along in your career. So, sure. like, so like, it's almost you can like... indulge a little more. You can indulge a little more. Uh, a study conducted by one poll in conjunction with simple.com looked at the spending habits and financial decisions of respondents and uncovered that seven in 10 say dating is expensive. Duh. <laughs> Did you need a study to learn that people? Uh, anyways, uh, the average American studied reveals that they spend 64 a month on grooming to look good for their date, even if they are in a relationship or married. Uh, however, results reveal it's also a strain on the wallet to be in a relationship as well as to be single. Nearly half of respondents say it's more expensive to be in a relationship than living the single life. Oh, yeah. Poor you. More expensive to be in a relationship? I don't think so. I mean, I guess that's how you look at it. Because, like, maybe you're spending – you're doing things – You, I don't know. Maybe you're doing – I, I don't know. But once, <laughs> I was trying is, to come up with a reason. Once you're in a relationship, it's not like one person is paying for everything themselves. Like you're right. You're more likely to be splitting everything. For you know? sure. And at that point, it's just like life. It's like I we have to eat dinner. We're together. We're going to eat dinner together. Yeah. Like, if you're counting really... like dinner as like a date night every time you eat, right. which is like 365 days a year, then like, yeah, sure. You're spending more. But also you constant. if you're married, you 
constantly have somebody to do stuff with. So that's kind of cool. Like you can go to like a Broadway show and a concert and like, you know, you always have a date to do all that stuff. Yes. And you're splitting rent if you're living together, which is another big perk of being in a relationship. That's true. I think maybe when you're like married or in a relationship, you're doing like bigger things. Whereas if you're doing just like a ton of first dates, then you're like doing like a ton of cheaper coffee dates and like a ton and like a, you know, a ton of like, let's go out for a drink dates. Whereas once you're married, you're like, Hey, like, let's go do something, you know, once a week, once every other week, let's go do something like big and fun. So, yeah. so it's maybe, you know, but that's like your thing. I mean, I think that's just like, and they're, that's, it's exciting. not like you're like, I'm going to save money and not be in a relationship because like, then you're just like missing out a whole, on a whole chunk of life. Exactly. And like, if you're spending more money, like hopefully you're doing cooler shit. So it's like a plus, I think. I agree. Um, they also found that uh, over half, 51%, have canceled a date because they were unexpectedly strapped for cash. That makes me sad. But I, 20- well, remember I had that guy message me and be like, oh, like, do you want to just come over? It was my first OkCupid date ever, actually. And he was like, um, I'm like kind of strapped for cash right now. Do you want to come over and I'll make us cocktails and we can watch TV and I was like, well, I just met you, so I'm not going to go to your apartment and drink alcohol. Right, but, but <laughs> clearly it was because he didn't want to pay. Yeah, oh poor guy, he didn't want to cancel the date with you. Now you see that that's kind of well. Cute. He wound up being kind of shitty anyway. So. Okay, well, fucking. Twenty eight percent of those studied revealed that they would be willing to go into debt today. Don't do that, guys. Don't do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but also, yeah, if you are strapped for crash, which I totally get. You know, you don't have to cancel a date, no, but also just make an effort. Don't invite them over to your house on a first date. Like yeah. Angela's going to think you're a serial, serial killer and trying to murder her. But like you can go and say like, hey, do you want to go to like the park and like yes. have a picnic outside and go like, to the High Line? Go like, to the High Line. Go, do you want to go for a walk on the High Line? Yeah. That's effing free. And like you could just buy her a popsicle on the High Line. Three dollar date. Honestly, and like that, that would, would be, be so cute. As long as you put like some thought into it and you show up and you're like enthusiastic and charismatic, like I, nobody's like te- keeping tabs on how much you're spending. No. And if they are, they suck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, say, like, hey, let's go to a park and like get an ice cream at the ice cream truck. $3 date. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> All right. It is time for us to jump into our mailbox, but first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Make it yourself. Easily create a website all by yourself. If you can think it, you can dream it, you can make it with Squarespace. And Angela, that's what we did. We did. We made our own website for the podcast, but we also made websites for our personal lives and oh, yeah. careers. I had lauralane.com. I used to have one called Laura Lane LA back when I lived in LA. Oh. And then I really quickly realized like that was so dumb. Because like, what if I don't want to be in LA and then I move to New York? (laughs) So anyways, I had to buy lauralane.com. It was a whole thing. Needless to say, my lauralane.com website now was all made on Squarespace and I love it. And I'm glad it doesn't have a city attached. Right. And obviously Squarespace is very user friendly because we wouldn't keep creating all these new websites with them if if it was complicated because we don't know what we're doing. You have AngelaSpare.com. You did that all on your own, girl. I did that all on my own, and I am, like, not – I'm, like, the worst millennial. I don't know anything about technology, and I made a website. So if I can, you can as well. Um, it's really helpful for any business, any kind of creative person, whatever you do. Like, if you are a musician, you want to promote your band, if you – 
started a cafe and you want to like promote the cafe if you should promote that cafe promote that ish um and so like we said you don't have to know what you're doing and your website's still going to look great because they give you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Um, there's new way now to buy domains and you can choose from over 200 extensions. And then if you ever get confused, there is 24-7 award-winning customer support. It's great. We love Squarespace and we think you will too. Check out squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We would like to thank our sponsor, Talkspace. We all need someone to talk to, a person who can support us through rough patches or even the everyday ups and downs of life. And that's where Talkspace comes in. I love Talkspace. I'm just so glad that something like this exists in the world. Angela and I both talk about how much we love therapy, how much it's helped us. And and I don't know, we give it, we give Big Sister BFF advice on the podcast, but sometimes there's stuff that's like above our expertise, which is why we're very clear of where our expertise starts and where it ends. And there's some issues where we're like, look, we think this would be a benefit of therapy. We are not people that can like prescribe therapy because again, that's above our expertise. But we're like, if we were in your position, we would want to talk to a therapist about this. And Talkspace is so great because for me, I don't know about you, Angela, but the most daunting thing was like finding a therapist and the, and the cost. Those two things are kind of like what stopped me for a long time. And yep. this solves both of those. Yes, it does. And it's not just finding a therapist that you click with, but finding a therapist that has a schedule that works with yours. That's so stressful. So it's so amazing to be able to just do this all through your phone with with Talkspace. So Talkspace is online therapy that makes talking taking care of your mental health more affordable and convenient than ever. You simply provide your preference for therapy and Talkspace will match you with one of 5,000 plus therapists on the very same day. You send your therapist unlimited texts, audio, picture, and video messages from anywhere at any time. It's convenient. It's easy to use. You no longer have to wait for your next appointment to talk about what's on your mind. So with Talkspace, you can send unlimited messages, like we said, to your therapist from the privacy of your device. If you're having a tough time, you can always schedule a live video session with your therapist for extra support. It's so great. You guys got to check out Talkspace. They have more than 5,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges we all face. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com and then make sure to use code SINGLE to get $65 off your first month. And you're going to show your support for the show if you do that too. That's SINGLE and Talkspace.com. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week? Okay, this email is signed Anxious Girlfriend. And she writes, good morning, Angela and Laura. I good recently, morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Uh, I recently started dating someone I met off a dating app. And so far, things have been amazing. We dated one month before he asked me to be his girlfriend. And we've been an official couple for two weeks. He's incredibly sweet. Our makeout sessions are my favorite. And he genuinely seems to care about me and my interests slash hobbies slash friends. All sounds good. She says, something I've always suffered with, though, is learning how to not make men my world and making sure I keep my independence while in a relationship. So as you've probably guessed by now, this email inspired this week's topic. Yeah. 
Uh, she says, I was initially really good about making sure I kept my plans with others and making plans for myself outside of us dating. But now that we're a couple, it's like my mind is on overdrive about him. And all I want to do is spend time with him and think about him. It makes me become incredibly insecure. And I start to overthink my worthiness and my self-esteem seems to lessen when I'm with someone. Oh, that's not good. Um, I feel like when I'm single, I'm confident and secure. But when I date seriously, that all flies out the window. Help. What can I do to regain slash keep my confidence and independence while I'm dating? Thanks ahead of time. P.S. I'm 27 and he's 31. If that helps. Thanks again. Yeah, that does help. That does help. Um, There's so many things you could do. I mean, you just have to like fill up your – I would just say like pick a day and spend an hour – and like fill up your calendar so that you have commitments that you like can't back out of. For example, like go get tickets with a friend to do like some like tie-dye workshop like I recently signed up for. So, um, you know, book, uh, you know, book a mani-pedi with a friend and make an appointment where like, like, like just like fill up your calendar with things with friends and things yeah. you're doing for yourself. Uh, you know, sign up for that soul cycle class. This all this shit that I'm suggesting all sounds pretty expensive, but like you can also just make plans with friends. <laughs> well, without, whatever, whatever you would have done with friends before. Yeah, just, I'm, the reason I'm saying financial commitments are because like you can't get out of them. Like you sure. have already bought the tickets. Like if you're the type of person that you're worried that you'll then like cancel on a because I have friends like that where we'll make plans for dinner because there's no tickets, no financial commitment on their end, and then they'll like cancel because like oh their you know their new boyfriend like has this like. His friend's got like a documentary that he wants, which sounds really cool and I get it, but then you're always canceling on me like because something better comes up. Whereas I feel like if you have that financial commitment, you're less likely to cancel and like whatever, you miss your boyfriend's friend's documentary premiere and like, like you just tell him like, sorry, I made plans. You know, yeah, and I'm only. I mean, I would probably cancel on a dinner to go to like Nick's friend's documentary <laughs> premiere, but like, I'm just saying, like, if you're but doing that all the time, exactly. And that's what I was gonna say. Like, from the friend perspective, when I have a friend that gets into a relationship, I kind of just assume there's like, I kind of give like a grace period where I'm yes. like, you're gonna be obsessed with this person. So, like, if for the next two months I don't hear from you as much as I used to, I understand. But I would say if, one thousand percent. But if that continues. Then that's a problem, not just for our friendship, but I think for you as a person, because your whole world should not be the person you're dating. Um, I love that you're calling it like a grace period. Yeah. And you can give yourself that grace period to be totally, uh, you know, surrounded by this guy and like in that little world. But but I'm like literally telling you like, like schedule shit to how long has she been dating this guy? She, it's, they've it hasn't been, been serious long. for like two weeks. So, so they, but they've been dating a month. Yeah. A month and then uh, official couple for two weeks. So, okay. So you, I would say you have like one more month of like that grace period to like not be hard on yourself and, you know, but still schedule stuff with friends even in this grace period because like it's going to be weird to the dude if you're like always available and then all of a sudden you like, he's going to think you like don't like him anymore. So and also, if you're spending all your time with him and thinking about him, that's why you're feeling insecure because like you don't have other people in your life like giving you like taking you away and like allowing you to have perspective on the relationship and remembering like who you are outside of being defined by that relationship. And what are you talking about with him? Like if you're only hanging out with him, you're not going to have that much stuff to talk about because like anything you would talk about, it's like he was there. He was there when that happened. Yeah. Like how was your day? Well, we were together all day. (laughs) We were together all day. So cool. And it's cool. Like at the beginning to like cement your relationship and like, 
make a lot of memories and have all those inside jokes and like that's all great and that's all good but yeah just start making plans and fill up your calendar that would be my suggestion and I would also say if you really do feel like a significant change in like how you feel about yourself when you're single versus when you're in a relationship I would maybe look into some therapy. We, Laura and I are both in therapy. Oh my God. Angela's so happy with her therapist. She's just going to see, but they're not in therapy. So they're coming to us. We can't just suggest therapy to everyone that writes in. It sounds like you do have like a a genuine self-esteem issue. And like that should, that's not something that you should ignore. That's something that you should work on. Whatever. We both love therapy. So just anyone in the world and anyone that writes in, we're like, yeah, see a therapist. But, but yes, but. But it, this for, issue for in best, particular, for I your, think. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but for your best friend advice, I would just say just like schedule stuff. With yeah, your be- on top, do all the stuff we said. But then, like, yeah, if this is like a real problem for you, what else we got in the mailbox, Angie Pie? Um, okay, this one is from an anonymous listener, and they write. So I know this will sound ridiculous, but I've been seeing a guy for over a year now who still doesn't call me his girlfriend. Oh, that's a long time. That is a long time. His reasoning behind it is because he was in a severely emotionally abusive relationship before he met me. His girlfriend cheated on him multiple times, broke up with him, and then got married three months later. They were dating for two years, mind you, so this destroyed him. He is completely open with me. I trust him, and I know he loves me, even though he can't admit it to himself just based on his actions over the last few months. He's there for me when my depression hits, makes sure I still eat something and drink water I tend to stop eating, and send texts every day thanking me for being everything he needs and more. I've met his friends, and I met his entire family as well. His niece and nephew love me. At this rate, should I care about a label? Am I crazy for staying with someone for this long? I don't know if this should be a red flag or not. Thanks. So he sounds like a really great guy who is using his baggage as an excuse to like do something that's making you insecure. And like this is not, you know, this is an issue that he needs to work through on his own. But but him not calling you his girlfriend is super fucked up and like really not fair at this point. And like, I'm glad that you've met his family and his friends. Like hopefully they think it's weird too, because I think it's just super weird that he won't just like call you what you already are. I don't know. I don't know why this label is somehow like a trigger for him that makes him feel like, Oh, I can't can't do that. Like if I call her my girlfriend, like maybe she'll leave me. Like somehow he is insecure that once he calls you his girlfriend, like you'll, you'll leave him. But like, I would be like, look, like I, I want to be in a relationship that's like mutual and giving me what I want. And like, I, I want a boyfriend and like, you don't seem to want that. So like, I'm going to leave you if you, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be with someone that does, that isn't proud to call me their girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah. I think like if he is not emotionally ready to have a new girlfriend, then he shouldn't be treating you like a girlfriend, you know, mm-hmm. like, and that's what he's doing. He's kind of having his cake and eating it too. Like he's getting all the benefits of a relationship for sure. Um, without having to like fully commit to you like relationships are scary you have to be vulnerable you have to commit and that person might break your heart but they're going to do that regardless of the label so right you you might do that right now because he's not giving you the label so like I don't know what this label thing is with him he's being super weird and yeah. I, I don't get it and he's like I'm sorry that he had a bad experience with his ex but like he can't put that baggage on you. You are not his ex. You are a different person and he needs to recognize that. And you need to say to him, like, I am not your ex. And like, I want to be with someone proud to stand by me and say, this is my girlfriend because I deserve it. Like your ex was a shitty person, but like, 
I am not your ex, so I don't deserve to be treated like shit. Yeah. And we talk in our book about labels and stuff, and we kind of talk about like, you know, the content or like the 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 way the person acts is more important than the label. But I think that that's really only true at the very beginning of a relationship. If you're like three totally months in agree. and he won't call you his girlfriend, that's different. But a year in, things change. That like that becomes like a little ridiculous at that point that, that he has an issue. Because if the issue isn't really with the label, there's got to be more hangups going on there. Yeah. Which he's means he's not he he's holding back through. with you and you deserve for him to be all in. Yeah, you deserve more than this. Uh, we hope that's helpful. If any of you listeners want your questions answered or if you have any messages you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Please be concise, a paragraph or less. Now let's dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is keeping your independence. Yes. At first, I kind of like, you know, freaked out that maybe Nick and I didn't have as many hobbies together. Um that that we both could enjoy together. We talked about this last week. Like I like yoga and meditation. Nick's not really into that. Uh, and now I love it. I thrive on it. I do things that are different from Nick and I have things that, that he thinks are cool and I'll hear him like brag about it to his friends. Like I started taking trapeze classes and he's like, she's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not good. Like the tricks look really impressive, but I'm like the worst one in my class. Um, but like I, I'm now taking guitar class again and I'm doing all these things that are interests outside of Nick and I'm realized realizing that this makes me feel like I have my own identity outside of our relationship. It gives me things to talk about with Nick and it makes me feel like my whole world is not just him. So like, God forbid we're in like a fight about something really stupid. I'm, I'm not like, Oh God, like now I can't go to like get my yoga class. Cause it's like the one he's going to <laughs> and like we're fighting and you know, like I can yeah. like do things that, that will like, you know, be a break. And, and it gives me stuff to talk about with him. Like, I really believe your relationship thrives when you are your own independent person. So like, if you want to like nurture your relationship, do stuff outside of it. It might sound counterintuitive, but I believe it helps. No, I totally agree. I mean, like, it's like you need a balance. Like you should have stuff that you do together, but it's just as important to have activities that you do separately and have friends that you see on a regular basis alone. Like, I think like for me, I love that Ian is, friends with my friends but that is also why I have to actively choose like sometimes he'll come with me when I see them and then sometimes it's like okay we're just gonna do like a girl's night where it's like no significant others and like establish that you know I think that's so smart yeah like Nick and I will go to we'll go to see we both love going to see like Broadway shows we love going or like plays he doesn't like musicals but like plays (laughs) um we go to art shows so we have things we do together and you should but like, I think that's smart. And I like what you're doing, Angela, of how you're like, you know, you you want your your boyfriend or your husband to get along with your friends. But I like that you're you're mixing it up and you're conscious of that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like the, yesterday, so Ian had to go home for the weekend because his mom had knee surgery. Um, and I stayed home because we had like podcasts to do. And I went to my friend's birthday party um, and I was talking to people and they were like, oh, where's Ian? And I told them he was away. And they're like, you guys are so good at like doing your own thing sometimes like you both operate independently and like yeah I mean I don't like I feel I'm weird taking person. that as like a compliment because I'm like that's just the way it should be like we trust each other it's not like we are leading separate lives like we we enjoy spending time together but when we need to be apart it's fine like I remember hearing that from friends too really early on like friends would have birthday parties and I would go on my own and they'd be like where's Nick and I'd be like oh he's I don't know doing something with his guy friends and like you know I I hope my friends didn't think it's because like he didn't like them. It was more like 
I would tell them like, I wanted like a girl's night away from him, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's good. And I think they, hopefully they took it as a compliment, um, that he wasn't always there. Yeah. On that note, it's time for our reason of the week breakdown. Whether or not you're in a relationship, being an independent woman is vital to your well-being. We know this, one, from lived experience, but more importantly, two, from all the songs about it. Yeah. We are going to have Laura guess the empowering anthem in a game we call Declarations of Independence. Yes, let's do it. Okay. I'm going to say the lyrics. You have to guess. You can either guess the song or the person who sings it. Cool. Okay. Miss on her own. Miss almost grown. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. I Miss- just felt like Steve Carell when he's getting waxed and then we'd be like, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Oh, I wish we had like audio of that. I know. Um, but yes, the classic Kelly Clarkson song, Miss Independent. Uh, okay, next one. The best thing about being a woman is the prerogative to have a little fun and oh, 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 go totally crazy. Forget I'm a lady. Prerogative. Uh, That's a different one. Oh. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> This is Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania oh, Twain. Man. I feel, oh my God, I should have known that one. Uh, like, man, uh, uh, man totally crazy. I feel like a woman. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. This one is a newer one. This is one of my favorites right now. Uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm blah, I screwed it up. Okay. Yeah, I'm my own soulmate. No, I'm never lonely. I know I'm a queen, but I don't need no crown. Look up in the mirror like, damn, she the one. Uh, I don't know who that is. So I'm just going to like... Uh, uh, it's a current like top forty person. Um, oh my god. Uh, I you've probably heard it in a million Ubers. Really? Can I get a hint? Another hint? Um, she is a plus size goddess. Plus size Adele? Does she have new music? No. Out? It's Lizzo. I the song Soulmate. I don't even know who Lizzo is. I'm oh, that Oh, wow. Well, we need to talk. I'm because that she's not great. I'm cool. seeing her. You know what? I, I don't really listen to any music that was made after like 1970. And yeah. I'm going to see Lizzo at Radio City. Wow. Yeah. Big fan. I, I'm just really <laughs> not cool. I have a baby now. I just listen to <laughs> baby songs. I'll send you some tracks. <laughs> Please do. Um. Okay. Next one. The watch I'm wearing, I've bought it. The house I live in, I bought it. The car I'm driving, I bought it. I depend on me. I depend on me. Uh, uh, oh my God. Wait, all of a sudden I'm having like the craziest, like a brain fart, uh, ponytail. Uh, I bought it. Uh, <laughs> Pete <laughs> Davidson's ex girl. What is my brain is hurting? You're, <laughs> you're having like a millennial I'm, meltdown. I'm having, I'm having. <laughs> Uh, I'm having a meltdown. Pete Davidson's <laughs> ex-girlfriend. No, um, I know. Um, no, you're you're no, thinking I, of Ariana Grande. I, I'm thinking of Ariana Grande. It's Ariana Grande. No. Wait. What? It's actually Destiny's Child, Independent Woman. Oh. Watch. I'm wearing I bought it. Wait. I'm isn't that the same as Ariana Grande's song? What like, is the other one? Uh, I mean, probably, basically. Spiritually, they are the same. It's the same song. Like, I bought it. Hold on. I will play it. I'm going to pull it up <laughs> and I will play it. I did consider putting an Ariana Grande song Seven in here. Rings. Seven Rings? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That also sounds like the song from Sound of Music. So th- there's a lot going on there. Really? Yeah. All right. I can't find it right now, but 
there's an ad when I try to pull it up. Nick's going to be mad if I like play music and then, uh, uh, okay, I'm going to play it. Here we go. Make big deposits. My gloss is popping. You like my hair? She thinks just about it. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. I want it. I got it. Yeah. I want it. I got it. I bought it. Car, See, right? I'm driving. I bought it. Same song, right? <laughs> they sh- Somebody should do a mashup. Yeah, they really should. If you were a DJ. Uh, all right. Any more? Uh, just one more. Uh, this one I will I will tell you is from our youth. It's from the 90s, if that helps. Um, the lyrics are, if you want my future, forget my past. If you want to get with me. Spice Girl, Better make it fast. Yeah. All right. I did it. You did it. Good job. Uh, guys, we hope that's inspiring you to be independent. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. And you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. You can follow our personals. I am at Sparadactyl on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram and just Laura Lane on Twitter. And please like and subscribe on iTunes. That always helps us out. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>